Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The words of God we'll focus on today we read earlier from the Gospel of St. John chapter 4 where Jesus meets a Samaritan woman at a well and offers her living water that will well up to eternal life. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ. We look and we look and we look but we can never find. That's the reality of our fallen human condition. We look and we look and we look for meaning, true meaning, but we can never really find it. We find a bunch of things that we think give meaning, but none of it ever really does. And we look and we look and we look for purpose, true purpose but we never really find it. We find a bunch of stuff that we think gives purpose, but that stuff too never really does. We look and we look and we look for value and joy and fulfillment and peace, but it's always the same old story for fallen man. We look and we look and we look, but on our own we can never find. Well, the Samaritan woman that we meet in the scripture text before us today from St. John chapter 4 was looking for something too. She was looking for water. At least that's what she thought. And she found it. At least that's what she thought. She found it at a well known as Jacob's Well in the Samaritan town of, of Sychar, a well that she visited day after day after day so that she could quench a thirst that day after day after day just kept coming back. And this woman, of course, couldn't realize it as she pulled physical water out of this well yet again on this day, but that water served as a very pointed metaphor for her life. Because it wasn't just physical water that this woman was looking for. Because it wasn't just a physical thirst in her life that she needed to quench. No, her true thirst was a spiritual one. And so one that the physical water in this well would never be able to quench. What she really craved was meaning for her life. True meaning. But she hadn't found it yet. What she really craved was purpose for her life. True purpose but she hadn't found it yet. What she really craved was value for her life and joy and fulfillment and peace, but she hadn't found it yet. She hadn't found it yet because fallen human beings, by our very nature as fallen, we always go looking for those things in all the wrong places. The Samaritan woman went looking for it, first of all, in her religion, which on the surface seems like a really good idea, right? But here was the problem. She lived among a people who had invented for themselves an empty religion. These Samaritans were worshiping a God that they did not know. And they were worshiping him in a way of their own choosing. And that probably felt satisfying at times, but it could never truly 
satisfy. How could it when the God they were worshiping didn't even really exist? And how could it when the way that they were worshiping him was designed by them instead of him? There was no spirit behind their religion. There was no actual truth to it. It was empty. And so this woman at this well on this day had still not found that something that she was really looking for. That's something that could finally quench the spiritual thirst that existed in her constantly thirsty soul. So she kept looking. Because her empty religion was leaving her empty, she started looking for refreshment in her life. Maybe there was a lifestyle out there that would quench her thirst. But it's always the same old story for fallen human beings. She was looking in all the wrong places in her life, too. We aren't told all the places that she looked. There are often many, but we are told of one area of her life to which she was constantly turning. Somewhere where she often tried to go to find refreshment for her constantly thirsty soul, she often turned to her earthly relationships, specifically her relationship with men. One after another, she kept seeking them out, but one after another, apparently, they just kept leaving her. Or maybe she was leaving them. Either way, it was leaving her just as empty as she was before. Husband one came and went. And then husband two, and then three, and then four, and then five, and then the man she was with now wasn't even her husband. It was just a a live-in boyfriend. Or to put it more accurately, I suppose, It was just another empty attempt to try to find the joy and the satisfaction and the fulfillment and the peace that she craved. And I bet there were times in those relationships too where she thought she had found what she was looking for. But in the end, none of those relationships could truly satisfy her either. How could they when they all ended in brokenness? How could they when even the best moments in those relationships could still never give her what she truly needed? So they were really all just temporary fixes. They were just distractions from her real problem. They were all just the unfortunate byproducts of a still empty way of life. And so this woman at this well on this day had still not found that something that she was looking for. That something that could finally quench the spiritual thirst that she had in her soul. So do you see then how the the physical water in that well served as a very pointed metaphor for her life? Day after day after day, she just kept going back to that well, not because she wanted to, but because she had to. Because day after day after day, the water that she had fetched the day before just couldn't keep her satisfied, at least not fully, and never permanently. And that served as a perfect metaphor for her life because the exact same thing was true of her soul. She looked and she looked and she looked for spiritual satisfaction, 
True peace, true joy, true fulfillment, but she hadn't found it yet. At least not fully. And never permanently. Because that's the reality of fallen, sinful man. We look and we look and we look, but we can never find. So, was there anything in this world that could finally quench her constantly thirsty soul? That all hits kind of close to home, doesn't it? The, the plight of this Samaritan woman at the well. After all, her heart is really no different than ours. And neither is her life. And neither is her soul. Because we all lost something when we fell into sin. We lost the purpose that God created us to have. We lost the meaning that he created us to have. We lost the joy and the fulfillment and the peace that he created us to have. And so we were all born emptied of it, spiritually void. And now we long to get it back, craving anything that we can get our hands on to try to quench this thirst that continues to exist in our souls. But it's always the same old story for fallen man. We look and we look and we look, but on our own, we can never find. Can you identify some of the places that maybe you've gone looking in your life to find that satisfaction? Maybe only to find out later on that those things could never truly satisfy? Maybe you've gone looking for it in your forms of entertainment. Maybe if I just have this one more drink. Maybe if our family just finally takes that one amazing vacation. Maybe if my team would just win that particular game. Maybe if I just get lost in, in this social corner of the internet for a while, or, or this forbidden corner of the internet for a while, or maybe if I just binge watch all of these shows, maybe then I'll finally find the joy that I'm craving. Or maybe you've gone looking for it in your work. Maybe if I just work a little bit harder or a little bit smarter or a little bit longer, maybe then I'll finally find the fulfillment that I crave. Or maybe you've gone looking for it in your stuff. Maybe if I just get another one of those or a few more of those or a really big one of that, maybe then I'll finally find the peace that I crave. Or, as was the case for this Samaritan woman at the well, maybe you've gone looking for it in the blessing of your earthly relationships. But turning that blessing into more of an idol rather than the blessing that it truly is. If I can just get him to like me, if I can just get her to marry me, if I can just get them to notice me or them to respect me, maybe then I'll finally have the satisfaction that I crave. And maybe you've even felt like some of those things have satisfied you in the past. Or maybe you feel like they are satisfying you right now. But that's part of our fallen condition too. We trick ourselves into thinking that we're full, or at least that we're on the way there, when really, spiritually, we remain completely empty. Because none of those things can truly satisfy, at least not fully, and never permanently. They always leave us just as empty as we were before. 
because it's always the same old story for fallen man. We look and we look and we look, but we can never find. So, is there anything in this world that can quench our constantly thirsty souls? She looked and she looked and she looked. But, but her sinful heart was so lost, so spiritually blind, so spiritually dead by nature that she could never find what she was looking for on her own. So, what did he do? Well, he came looking for her. Will you give me a drink? Some Jewish stranger said to her as he was passing by her side uh, along his way. His request caught her completely by surprise. Because Samaritans usually didn't associate with Jews. In fact, Jews who were traveling from northern Israel to Gal in Galilee to southern Israel in Judea, they never passed through Samaria. They went out of their way to go around Samaria because Jews usually hated Samaritans and Samaritans usually hated Jews. And so if it wasn't strange enough that this Jew was actually passing through their Samaritan village, the fact that he actually opened up his mouth to speak to her, you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman, she responded. How can you ask me for a drink? Well, here's how. It's because Jesus knew exactly what was going on in her heart and in her life and in her soul. He knew that she was searching for something. And he knew that just like the physical water in this well couldn't permanently quench her thirst, and so she needed to come back to it day after day after day. He also knew that her empty way of life was letting her down day after day after day. He knew about her empty religion that could never truly satisfy. And he knew her empty way of life was the same. And so he knew that in her heart, in her life, in her soul, her true thirst remained. And he also knew that if she was ever going to quench it, truly quench her spiritual thirst, that she needed something else. In fact, he knew she needed someone else. She needed someone who could show her just how empty her religion truly was. Someone that would love her enough to tell her, you Samaritans worship a God that you do not know. God is spirit. And his worshipers must worship him in the spirit and in truth. She needed someone to show her just how empty her way of life really was. Someone who would love her enough to tell her, you're right when you say that you have no husband. The fact is that you've had five husbands and the man you have now isn't even your husband. She needed someone to show her just how devastating the emptiness that still resided in her truly was. And most importantly, she needed someone who could rescue her from it. 
She needed a Savior who could truly forgive her. She needed a God whom she could truly worship. She needed a Lord who could provide her with living water that would well up to eternal life. Someone that could finally actually quench this thirst that existed in her constantly thirsty soul. She needed someone who would never divorce her or leave her or forsake her or abandon her. She needed someone that she could drink from in a spiritual sense so that she would never be thirsty again. She was never going to find that someone on her own. Which is why he came looking for her. Then Jesus declared to her, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. She looked and she looked and she looked, but she could never find. So he came looking for her because he was exactly what she needed. Her Savior, her God, her Lord. A true source of spiritual meaning and spiritual purpose and spiritual value and joy and fulfillment and peace. He was exactly what she needed. He was everything she needed. And because he came looking for her, and because he found her, she would never be thirsty again. Christians, Jesus may have never come to you unexpectedly while you were getting physical water out of a physical well in Samaria. But Jesus has come to you just as unexpectedly and just as undeservedly in the living waters of your baptism and in the living waters of his word and in the living waters of the sacrament. It was unexpected because you weren't looking for him. Do you remember how Paul described you in Romans? Powerless, ungodly, sinners. It was unexpected because you weren't looking for him. And it was undeserved because we don't deserve him. And yet through these means of grace, he came looking for you. And through these means of grace, he found you. And so through these means of grace, he has pulled you out of an empty way of life and he's given you true life, meaningful life, purposeful life, full life, permanent life. He's given you living water that wells up to eternal life. And that means you don't need to go looking in all of those other things, all of those other things that can never truly satisfy for satisfaction. You don't need to go looking in all of those other things because everything you truly need, you already truly have in Christ. True joy, true fulfillment, true peace, a Savior who forgives you, a God that you can truly worship, a Lord who gives you living water that wells up to eternal life. Everything that you need, you already have in Christ. And because he came looking for you, and because he's found you, you will never be thirsty again. Amen. Now may the peace of our God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen.